0: AndyCast listeners are reminded to refrain from consumption of hot beverages while listening to this podcast. Failure to comply may result in coughing, gagging, nasal expulsion, and damage to clothing and furniture and small domestic pets. Thank you and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to AndyCast 45, complete with both barrels full of mucus. Yeah, how fun is that? It's AndyCast it's the AndyCast! Cast! It's the Andy Cast! It's- yes Andy AndyCast45, firing it up for another time. Oh, I want to start the show out by helping uh, you'll bear with me. I sort kind of uh, picked up a little head cold from my uh, from my boy. Um, seems he's very fond of, of coughing, you know, without covering. He's three years old, what do you, what do you want from him? But uh, his latest trick is to, uh, just as he's about to um, give you a kiss, he'll cough directly into your mouth and projecting all of those germs and things straight into my oral cavity, and um, it's no wonder I caught his cold, um, and so I thank him very much for that. Ah, and I'd like to start off the show, um, I don't have any news this time, uh, but I kind of, uh, uh, I have a letter, uh, an open letter here to the President of the United States of America. Dear President Bush. As you're probably aware, podcasting is a new and exciting media that allows anyone with a microphone to have a voice with an international audience. It is truly the people's media. I am a podcaster living and working in the Washington, D.C. area, and I was wondering if it would be possible to set up some time to speak with you at the White House and have that visit recorded and then released as a podcast to my audience of listeners. It would be It would be a first for American politics and a real feather in the hat for the Republicans. It would represent the first time a seated president were to have his views and ideas shared using the newest and coolest means of communication in the world. I am willing to submit to any sort of security clearance procedures that I'm sure would be required, I am willing to submit to any sort of security clearance procedures that I'm sure would be required for such access, as long as that doesn't involve a needle. I have attached here a list of questions I would like to ask you. Number one, when was your proudest moment as a man, father, and as the president? When was your least proudest moment? Number three, what do you hope to be remembered for in the annals of American history? Number four, looking back, are there any decisions that you may have made as president that you may have made differently now? Number five reads, who cuts your hair? Number six, what was the worst Halloween costume you've ever worn and why? Number seven, what was the best gift you've ever given? Number eight, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) if you were a (laughs) If you were a meat, what would it be? If you had your preference, which would have come first, the chicken or the egg? Complete this phrase, when the going gets tough. I look forward to hearing back from you soon. Thank you, Andy Bilodeau, podcaster. (laughs) And in the immortal words of Anthony Hopkins... Let's let the Uninformed Biography begin. The Uninformed Biography Who knows how it really went down anyway The Uninformed Biography Who the hell knows how it went down anyway and welcome once again to yet another Uninformed Biography. I'm your host, Pete Moss. There have been many human-animal performing teams. Wilbur and Mr. Ed, Siegfried and Roy, Bugs and Elma. Now, where could I possibly be going with these references? One can clearly tell I can only be referring to the podcast bandito himself, Daryl Incognito. As this is an uninformed biography, we will present a brief biography of Daryl with absolutely no research nor any contact with him whatsoever and without his knowledge or consent. All uninformed biographies are presented for pure entertainment purposes, and any information that is in fact correct is purely coincidental and unintentional. Any rebroadcast in full or in part without the consent of the Anticast podcast, though probably unlikely, is not a good idea anyway. And as always, please, no wagering. "'So grab your leash and a tall can of Alpo. "'Ease the feet out of the Barker lounger. "'Grab your warmest winter blankie, "'as we dig up the imaginary dirt of Daryl incognito. Born at a very early age, Daryl recalls very little of his early days. Born to a hard-working farming family, it was clear that the streets of Toronto, Canada were no place for farmers. The decision was made to head west to Alberta, where the land was as free and as open as the women that worked it. So a very young Daryl, clutching his puppy Kuma, his father Charles, his mother Caroline, and his sisters Mary and Laura, set out with nothing more than a buckboard, two horses, and the clothes on their backs to build a new life in a little house in the Canadian prairies. Fate would deal an unpleasant hand as the family made their way west. They had only got as far as Thunder Bay when tragedy struck, it seems that Mary took ill and was forced to make her way back to Toronto to be cared for by Pa's mall granny, who had this to say. That's a lovely one, you see that's that's the street that we lived on, but I can't remember where. <laughs> I don't know why it looks like that, everybody tells me it looks so different, yeah? to me it's all just the same. That's enough, the both of you. Ouch! Mary later traveled to Sweden, had a sex-change operation, and changed her name to Ed Broadbent. Meanwhile, the exodus of the Cognito family westward would once again be beset with misfortune. As luck would have it upon reaching the inland fishing village of Dryden, Ontario, the family noticed it was one Cognito short. It seems the wilder Laura had went off to explore the woods, fell in love with a native Canadian, and married him all in a single evening. Times were definitely easier then. Laura eventually had many children. This included a set of twins who were separated by birth and moved to different parts of Canada, only to be rejoined as once again as co-hosts of the Canadian podcast buffet. I'm referring to none other than Mark and Bob. But that's a tale for another time. With the journey across Ontario finally complete, the Cognito family approached the Manitoba border on their westerly venture. It was here that they were pulled aside for a secondary inspection for fear that they were carrying contraband beer from Ontario to Manitoba. After a thorough search of the buckboard and an invigorating yet pleasurable full body search, yet another calamity befell the migratory farmers. It seems that Darryl's mother's paperwork was not in order. Closer examination showed that Darryl's mother was in fact his long lost twin sister, who had been born 30 years before him, making his mother his sister and that really grossed out Daryl's father. However, a quirky Manitoba law prohibiting such familiar relations within the province prevented Pa and Ma from crossing into Manitoba. They were sent to return home to the cesspool of Toronto, where only such things could happen. It was decided there and then that Daryl would continue with his trusty pup Kuma westward to Alberta, find and purchase a farm, and begin to nurture the land as his parents had wanted. This was a tall task of the five-year-old Daryl, but he assured his family he would succeed. As the family parted, Daryl and Kuma made their way almost through Manitoba when the young toddler's luck would run out. It was a dark and stormy night when Daryl and Kuma stopped to set up camp for the night. In the rain, the boy and beast were able to raise the tent but could not manage to get a hot dinner cooked. As the wind howled and rattled the small canvas dwelling, The two travelers heard a sound like none other they had ever heard. The wind blew so hard that a tree limb had nearly broken loose and was about to come crashing to the ground. As Daryl and Kuma realized what was happening, they quickly scampered their way out of the tent. However, a safe exit was not meant to be. It seems that Kuma's reflexes are notably faster than the boys, and Kuma easily made it out of the tent. Daryl having the reflexes of a medicated sloth didn't fare as well. The magnificent limb crashed down on the tent, pinning Daryl by the balls of his feet. With no means to get himself free, Daryl placed his life in the hands of his trusty, floppy-eared companion. You must find help, Kuma. You must get us rescued, came the desperate plea of the trapped toddler. Kuma raced like the wind from the campsite, elating Daryl. He was joyful that somehow his words had made sense to his canine companion and that help was on the way. Perhaps it was his immature knowledge of the English language or perhaps the fact that he was talking to a dog. His hopes of rescue were misinterpreted by trusty Kuma. It seems that Kuma understood barbecue rather than rescue and returned with a large bag of charcoal briquettes, a can of lighter fluid, several waterproof matches, and a leg of lamb with the wool still attached. In his misunderstanding, Kuma had truly saved the day. Daryl ignited the log and was free within minutes. His balls were safe. He proceeded to shear the leg of lamb, then cook it into a feast fit for a king. He carded and spun the wool to make a toque for himself for those rather chilly Albertan nights. Freed, Daryl and Kuma were able to complete their journey to the small fishing village of Calgary, set up their farm with fields and fields of corn and hemp, and the rest, as they say, is history. Daryl is the host of the Pod Dog Podcast, found at www.poddog.ca. I hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Uninformed Biography, found exclusively here on the Endicast Podcast. I've been your host, Pete Moss. May the stars always be above you, unless you're upside down. The Uninformed Biography. Who knows how it really went down anyway? The uninformed biography. Who the hell knows how it went down anyway your way? Uninformed, 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 biography. All righty, let's take a look at. This week's poll uh, wasn't, wasn't particularly a good poll. Um, I don't blame the audience. I blame me for having, not having a, uh, a question worthy of you. Um, but Odeo was on my brain at the time, and um, I do apologize. Um, if you could buy Odeo, what would you do with it? Uh, no one chose uh, Donate it to the Hare Krishnas. Uh, one person would use it as a giant windmill. Uh, and, uh, two people chose a ponytail. I would have it grow a ponytail. By command of God, I would have it grow a ponytail. So two people said that. Uh, two people said audio. Uh, WTF is uh, audio. And WTF, for those of you who uh, don't know, is uh, what the... And uh, three people said they would use it as a ponytail clip. Um, okay, bye. And next week's poll... Let's go with something a little esoteric. Um, what do you think esoteric means? Check out AndyCast, www.andycast.net, And uh, we'll see what do you think uh, esoteric means. Wow, could that be any lamer? What the hell was that? What the, what are we freaking pod dictionary here? Oh, no, this is the AndyCast, right? Okay, let's think of, uh, let's see... What would be uh, something that, um, hmm. got me. I'm, I'm clueless. Let's do a poll. See, what we should we be polling people about? We've done this before and uh, let's run it again. What do you think our next poll should be? wwwandicast.net Let me know what you think. Well, the cry of the Brontosaurus lets us know that it is, in fact, the end of AndyCast number 45. Thank you for hanging out with me and uh, dealing with my uh, my clogged cranium here. Uh, a whole bunch of thank yous to go out first. Jen uh, from the DinkyCast. Of course, you know Jen, www.dinkycast.com, for her very, very favorable favorable comments about the AndyCast site design. And for compliments on, uh, on last week's show. Uh, and, and Jen... I'm very sorry about the chili. Uh, thank you very much to long-time listener and my personal BFF, Karen, from Dry Shape for her curses and uh, and her love of last last week's show. You can check out both of their comments, www.andycast.net. Look for show number 44. Thank you very much in advance to uh, Julian Smith. Uh, actually, no, not in advance. Thank you very much to Julian Smith, although I haven't heard from him yet. Um, maybe uh, Maybe I've been blacklisted by him. Um, maybe uh, he didn't like the uh, uninformed biography, but um, okay. Anyways, thank you in advance to Daryl Encognito of the Pod Dog Podcast for um, being such a good sport about his uninformed biography. Uh, big thank you to Charles from Mostly News. Uh, Charles invited me to do something a little special with him on uh, on the uh, 60th episode of Mostly News. Uh, www.mostlynews.net Thank you, Charles, and give me the chance to uh, Spend a little time with you, and uh, hopefully, uh, uh, since you're doing the editing, hopefully I won't sound like too much like a goofball. A very special thank you to Vicky from A Beat Embrace for the new uh, AndyCast redesign, and uh, she's soon to be a podcaster, so stay tuned for that. My biggest thanks always, as always, go out to my wife Vivian and my son TJ, whom uh, give me the biggest laughs, and, and their support is what makes this whole podcasting, this whole pod, this whole podcasting thing possible. And a special thank you for TJ for giving me this call. That I really appreciate it, buddy. And if you like what you hear here, and if you like what you hear here, please tell a friend or two about the AndyCast or just you know, let them know what podcasting is all about. We can use as many ears as possible. Stop by the AndyCast website, www.andycast.net. Leave a comment on the website. Check out for any show. Uh, we've, got the little, we've got the little flash player there, so you can listen right on the website. No need to subscribe anymore. Just listen to it right there. If you'd like to get in touch with me, I just, it's a big loogie on the uh, old pop screen here. Um, if you want to get in touch, uh phone. Hey, it works 206-339-2639. That's 206-339-Andy A-N-D-Y. Emails will be graciously accepted at andycast at gmail.com. Everybody loves that Gmail. And if you are actually listening on the AndyCast site and you have a microphone, look for the little pink uh audio button. Um and from there you can leave a uh a very high quality voice comment. And um Anybody who leaves something will get it played on the show unless you tell me not to. So uh, that's the name of that. And the AndyCast is still morphing and evolving. So check back frequently to see what's changed and what's missing. And if you like it or whatever, www.andycast.net. Until next time, thank you so much for listening and so long. Again, we have our outtakes. And if you are, in fact, eating or drinking, please. Set your beverages and your food items down while you're listening to the outtakes. I don't want anybody being uh, choking or anything like that, so here we go. (coughs) There have been many human-animal-performing teams. Mr. Wilbur? (coughs) (coughs) Meanwhile, the exodus of the Cognito family westward would once again be beset with Miss (coughs) Fordenbehala. As luck would have it upon reaching the inland fishing (coughs) village... It seems the wilder Laura had went off to explore the woods, fell in love with a native Canadian, and married him and Yet another calamity befell the migratory farmers, who had been born thirty years before him, making him his... Ma- making... Find and purchase a farm, and begin to nurture the... La- the two travellers heard a sound none... Other- As Daryl and Kuma realized what was happening, they... It seems that Kuma's reflexes were notably. Th- the magnificent limb crashed down on the tet, with no means to get himself free. Darrow placed his hand, with no. Came the, in his mus, in his misunderstanding, daryl he proceeded to (laughs) freed Daryl and Kuma were able to complete their journey to the small fishing village of Calgary set up their farm (laughs) Daryl is the host of the pod dog podcast found at pod (laughs) Daryl is (laughs) I hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Uninformed (laughs) Biography